Tonight on Hipstarter Night, now available on iTunes. Purchases now online at hipstar.ca. The original 1-800-needagimmick.com. Please send your contributions to the Heart and Soul Foundation. It is tonight. Tonight on Hipstarter Night. <laughs> Everybody's got a fan this Wednesday, June 14th, 2017. What a goose egg on my head right now. Uh, yeah, you guessed it, caused by Sunday night. And what frustrates me is not that it was just the very start of the match. It was on the very first move. Noggin-woggin shot to the apron, and as I spin away and sell, my head hits and some uncovered part of the apron. I thought everybody was doing apron spots now. I thought they covered that shit. And it it makes you sad, you know. Concussions proven to cause depression. Coincidence, there are so many wrestler suicides. Uh, One wrestler from the area, he had a, a really severe one a couple months ago. Hasn't wrestled since, and he was back on Sunday night, and I kept asking him, you okay? Your opponent's going to take care of you, right? He assured me, yes. What was the finish to his match, Jay? A noose around his neck, being drugged while he was on his back, pulled by the rope that was strangling him. Fuck. Just, you gotta take care of yourselves, man. And I, I know you're gonna say, like, oh, it wasn't a blow to the head that was already concussed. He, he's fucking bringing up all yeah. the pressure to his head and causing, I don't know, causing him to be even more lightheaded. Man, the guy is already fucking scared, all right? His very first injury, and you're gonna do this shit to him. That's just, you gotta put your gimmick aside or your idea, whatever you think might work. And you gotta take care of your buddy, all right? Because your opponent would be nothing without you in there, okay? Yeah, it could be filled with somebody else, but it's this guy tonight. So fucking take care of him, all right? We're not gonna live forever. So it's, I don't know, it's selfish, Jay? No, I think like you're a throwback to the old school where the boys used to protect themselves and you're in a promotion where it's all of fucking chaos. And, yeah. you know, a lot of people are still talking about uh, Sunday night. A lot of people are talking about that match, especially that show, the biggest show that Death Group's ever had. Yeah. But, yeah, true. Uh, you know, um, I went into the event unhappy, of course. I know. And, you, uh, you go to every knowing, venue unhappy, yeah. so. <laughs> you know, it's just to see you guys, uh, the first bump in, uh, you know, you're getting a concussion. None of the mm-hmm. fucking match made sense to me. No. The psychology was so bad. Uh, you know, like like you're you're well, going to get married, yeah. then the marriage is thrown out, so you have a match, and then you end up a tag team at the end and turning on me. So my bookings with Death Group are now done. Well, because my angle's done. Unless you have somebody you else, know. you know, don't say that. You might have another guy you can lackey. But as far as you and I goes, you've seen this happen to me before. Remember, uh, you know that uh, that old uh, slambery over in uh, Brock Pub, Primo Scardino just fucking kicks my head off in the very first fucking move, and the rest of the right. match was just yeah. loopy, just loopy. And I sold fucking twenty tickets for this show, and it's just like you're gonna fucking, you're gonna take my well, head off for what? To do what? To impress uh, who? Carmen Scordino, uh, I think, took liberties to uh, on you because you were like the over guy in the match, and then I think that the boys ha- did gather in a meeting and say like, "We got to take this fucker out," well, because you were the ticket seller of the night. And I think probably that's the same thing that happened with Freddie Mercurio because you're over, yeah, and especially yeah, yeah. you know if the angle's going that you're a tag team, he's not. He's going to want to be more over than you. You know, like I know. Uh, Freddie I, uh, wouldn't do a lot of the spots that I had planned. 
band either. Yeah. So it was like, I get it. You're a superstar. I just do nothing. And, uh, you know, you're not going to get over on Freddy because he's not looking for the rub. Well, don't worry. I got him for you. I kicked him straight in the nuts, man. And I fucking kicked him really hard, too. No kick pad on that shit, even though there was a kick pad. But I kicked him. Mm. I punted. Punted those balls. But maybe that's why he retaliated with... No, I can't say that. Because it was my own bump that concussed me. I fucking moved to a, and rest my head on a section of the ring that wasn't covered. Thanks, Fuego. Uh, I don't know. I, I brought it up to Fuego, and he just uh, continued to stare at the wall and not say a word to me. So Arms crossed, yeah. Obviously, he doesn't hear or, <laughs> yeah. you know, it just, I don't know. Like, Fuego never talks, so to right. me anyways, so I guess it doesn't matter. Well, I guess the ring just goes as is. Mm. Uh, he'll just bring the, you know, the, the junior bump ring. Mm. student ring you know the one that's a foot off the ground and Easiest you guys up, are responsible yeah. for yourself get your own tarp and throw it on there yeah I, let's not let's, you know? we gotta admit concussions in wrestling are common man i mean come on it's a hobby that involves jarring your neck around bumping flat on your back with the number one bump tip talk that chin maybe that's why the shorter stubbier wrestlers with a bit of chub or bulk are the ones making a longer run out of wrestling you know the, their body moves all as one not like us lanky kids who, who knows what each bump does to the neck. That one part of the body that supplies structures in the head of the body. Let, let me ask you something, Hipstar, if you don't mind. With all the training that Fuego has done with all the students, yeah. the squared circle, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 all the people that came out of there, Cody 45, Sebastian Suave, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. the list goes on and on. A, right. lot of, right. a lot of the workers came out of that squared circle camp. Do you think... Hmm. Now, like he, I mean, now that the, the, the dojo is obviously not there, he doesn't run a school anymore. Do you yeah. think now he just doesn't care? Because I would never picture Fuego wow. sitting at the rock pile at a bar and just, you know, uh, I'm getting paid for my ring and you guys aren't like, he never I don't want to be the one to put it out there, he, but maybe he just doesn't give a shit anymore. He just certainly doesn't like, likes what he sees anymore. He likes to have that guy beside him so he can talk shit about the entire show, which yeah. is just nerve-wracks me because, you know, whatever. Like, I wish he would give me some tips on what I could change and work on. But, no, man, I, at this point, I think he just wants some kids to set up his ring. So he doesn't have right. to set it up for me and then, you know, screw around before the show. I'll slide in and I'll show you something when I uh, see something that I can touch. And right. that's about it, man. But back to... to yeah. To the neck, though, I mean, it concerns me, man, for a reason of how a wrestling match normally goes today. Fuck, man, everybody wants that strong-style ROH match. Bump like crazy, which has a new definition now. Not so much bump, get up, and bump again, repeat, but crazy fucking bumps because old moves have been so overused, uh, we have to invent new ones that have us landing in crazy ways. Or the strikes and shots people deliver now, just ridiculously unsafe. Oh, no, don't worry, bro. I'm really safe with my kicks. You're still kicking me at the top of my spine, Quan Chang style, where my cell is to arc my back and jolt my head back to match. It's getting fucked, man. You can't tell me wrestling is safer nowadays. It's stupider than it's ever been. So uh, oh, it's it's becoming not worth it. It's, it's just it's becoming not worth it. Like uh, we're doing this for what? Like uh, uh, I I lost money that night again thanks to the the promoter miscommunication. Yeah. And and like uh, you know it's just like why am I doing this for for a bunch of rowdy fans that don't give a shit? Yeah. 
You know, uh, one of the fans attacked me. Uh, zero that security happens. at the building. No, which makes right. me feel really, you know, especially with that uh, crowd. Yeah, you need you need some kind of security or force there, man. Yeah, I'm standing in a fucking biker bar with yeah. no security, right? And they want me to get heat with the with the bikers and the misfits at this building. Just tearing apart gay uh, marriage. It's just you're expected to to just <laughs> hold your own. You know, and, and the minute that the agent calls for, like, we got to start throwing uh, cake around the uh, venue <laughs> that yeah. brings everybody up to their feet like every misfit that's in that rock pile now wants to throw cake at me or touch me or fight me or something you're right you know like i like yeah. like it just seems like it, nobody gives a shit the fucking casket match eddie sapalucci they slam the casket there's shards of glass broken inside the casket they could have mm. killed them yeah, exactly <laughs> Exactly. Poor guy, man. And he, he took a lot that day. But I mean, uh, go, but going back to the show, man, I mean, just, I don't know, I don't know what it was. It was, it was, um, it, it really fucking struck my confidence, really like hit me down for what was supposed to be a big day for me, man. I don't know. I don't know, um, if people really understood what the gimmick was and between you and I, when I, when I met you and we, we had that coffee and we're sitting down and we uh, get into the writing books and I wanted yeah. that, that new gimmick change, it was, bril- it was brilliant for us because the hip star was just this big rib and we thought it was hilarious. And what the hip star is, it's a glorified jobber, man. It's what other wrestlers in the indies refuse to fucking do and it's just a jobber, man. That is just there to make the boys look good. And that's what the hip star is, man. Yeah, he acts like every other wrestler and he cuts old school promos, but really, it was a rib. He's not meant to be a fucking a main event caliber guy. Like, And I, I don't have that confidence. You go. Well, I think that, you know, the hip star character got over with the crowd, and I think that's what the problem is uh, with the, what the promoters are seeing and with, with the guys that you're working with are seeing because... Suddenly, people started blackballing you from the business. Yeah, you know, promoters started to throw a hood on you and and, and, and team you with other jobbers. Yeah, like it just seems like uh, even here, uh, you know, the thing is, like, you were over that night more over than everybody. And I know it gets to your confidence. Like you switch yourself out of the main event, which I was so hot about. I had to. Uh, I had to. No, man, that was the main event. And like, I hate to say it, I don't want to put this out on air, but like, really. Fuck Freddy, like get your shit in because Freddy's just gonna be on the next town, the next show. He doesn't give a shit yeah. about fucking staying with you and tagging with you. He's not like the D man or anything that will stay. He just uh he hey. I'm sorry, Freddie, but you're in business for yourself. Yeah. And uh and uh I don't think that uh hmm. it's gonna work out. I, I, I haven't been uh um happy with the angle whatsoever or the writing of the show I'm fucking uh and, and in fact now I'm not even booked on the death proof shows. So it just it hey. saddens me that you're taking my favorite promotion and, and, and writing me out of it all because Freddie Mercurio is using you to get the rub so that he could face a fraternity next show. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And okay. it's politics at his best and and your body is taking its toll, like Mick Foley, yeah. and they're just fucking crushing you. And then they expect you to show up to the venue next month and fucking stand there and tag team with them, so that he gets to rub off an over character mm-hmm. that wasn't meant to be an over character. Well, not in his mind, but I, I, I'm glad you said something. Which, uh, by the way, we tag this upcoming weekend, not next month, but uh, it, it's gonna be fun, man. Uh, whatever, it's it, it's a difference in wrestling. It's something diverse and creative. Sure, but you as a person, 
again, is all about helping out that other person that you're supposed to be working with. Oh, did I just say it's a work? Fuck, man. You're listening to wrestling podcasts because you know it is. All right. Like, listen, let's get over that point. It is. And we got to take care of each other because now we're going to get those guys that that go in for a stint. They want to make it a career. They might get a shot. But the way wrestling is now, they're breaking their bodies down. They're just going to fucking quit and become a car salesman. And uh, I think a perfect example is our, our, our podcast competitor, Matthew Grant. Like, yeah. how long can he his body hold up? Like, I know you're trying out there, kid. But at the point, somebody's going to beat the fuck out of you. Yeah, right. And right now, it's just a big pop for the buddies. Right, which is yeah. now we're just gonna get all these waves of the Matthew Grants that are just doing it to gloat to their friends on Facebook about how I'm a professional wrestler now, and it's guys like right. I'm not in it for the money, you know, I'm just doing it for the what, what, for the fame, for the popularity, man. Yeah, you're doing you need it something f- to throw it on Facebook, you know, and then that's uh, uh, the mental the people ego. like Matthew Grant. That's what they do. And people like Matthew Grant also create no more heels in the business. We don't have any more heels. Yeah. Everybody like plays a part of being a heel, but there's no one actually getting heat on the fucking shows where they hate their opponents. Yeah. Everybody just says, hey, like a promo becomes, you know, uh, this is going to be a good match. You may come out the winner, but I'm going to try my best. Like everybody mm-hmm. is like going into this competitive stage where we have a match where you do all your shit, get all your shit and I'll get all my shit in. Whatever the booker says who's going over, that's who's going over. There is no more fucking heat. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and again, Fuego is just going to sit there and not help because you're not paying him. So, um, it's like, you're telling me that when Freddie Mercury, when he was alive, every time he would do uh, combine a duet with somebody, he would still just get his shit in. He would just, no matter what the song was all about, he would, no matter what, do give it up, up, he just like would do that. So now we're just these duets are just based on two singers yes. doing their trademarks and just making up a fucking mashup song. A no man, Bowie combined with Mercury, Bowie combined with fucking Jagger. And it's so many uh, of the people to make a fucking one-time masterpiece, to make something that has never been done before. And now we're just seeing these mashups of all their fucking trademark moves. All right, and that's what moves. Uh, that's what matches are now, and it needs to change because wrestling is really on its way out, and indie wrestling is the only thing that can save it. So let's fucking think Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. Thank you. When it's a Wednesday. You're hot. Hot on a day. <laughs> tonight, tonight on Hipstart Today. <laughs> <laughs>